smidge of hope on the education horizon. For those who for years have been battling critical race theory-infused and sexually deviant material in public schools with little help from their friends, recent developments offer a smidge of hope. I began opposing both types of resources in about 2005 when I was a member of the highly partisan English department at District 113's Deerfield High School on Chicago's North Shore. At that time, my opposition and warnings fell on deaf ears. Well, except for the propagandists. Theirs were hostile ears. Very hostile. Teachers in District 113 were pushing CRT-tainted content in the classroom and in what is loosely called professional development. Teachers who claimed to honor all voices and value diversity were pushing arguable, regressive assumptions about sexuality while censoring all dissenting voices in the classroom. They hoped that the voices of conservative parents had been effectively silenced, and they were largely right. Now District 113 has wasted taxpayer money to put tampon machines in boys' bathrooms. That's what happens when we allow bullying and fear to paralyze us. Racism and disordered sexuality, eagerly promoted by leftist change agents in government schools, are destroying the hearts, minds, bodies of children, the integrity and safety of families, and all institutions of public life that previously protected order and liberty. But leftist efforts to unleash chaos by appealing to the most selfish and dark desires of deceitful and desperately wicked human hearts through propaganda and tyranny have awakened the consciences of Americans. Americans now see what leftists are doing. Americans see that leftists are fostering racism to divide and conquer. Americans see the grifters scamming Americans by creating the illusion that America is awash in racial bigotry and then swooping in to sell their snake oil to the gullible and intimidated. Americans of color see their children being taught they are oppressed with no agency in their own lives. Colorless Americans see their children being taught that they are racist oppressors by dint of their lack of tint. And Americans see the fruits of this racist teaching in the riots, arson, looting, and violence that pollute our streets. Americans see the bizarre explosion of troubled adolescent girls suddenly deciding they are boys trapped in biologically healthy girls' bodies. Americans see public schools affirming such cultish ideas and behaviors while concealing their complicity from parents. Americans of all political stripes see the reprehensible destruction of girls' sports and the sexual integration of school bathrooms and locker rooms. Americans see curricula and library book collections permeated with obscene literature that promotes disordered sexuality. And Americans see leftist lawmakers passing laws that require public schools to introduce and affirm leftist beliefs about homosexuality and cross-sex practices to kindergartners. But finally, with racism and unbounded sexuality unleashing chaos and suffering throughout the public square, aided and abetted by the politicized re-education taking place in public schools, Americans are using their voices to oppose this evil. 
Parents are organizing and confronting partisan and indolent school boards from California to the New York Island. And when threatened by hostile, tyrannical board members and the Department of Justice with being labeled domestic terrorists, parents are doubling down rather than cowering. As a result of the collusion between the National School Boards Association with the Justice Department to crack down on critics of leftist school boards, 17 state school board chapters have withdrawn from the NSBA, taking with them $1.1 million in dues, which constitutes about 42% of the NSBA's annual income from dues. More money will be lost as these state school boards withdraw, too, from participation in NSBA-sponsored events. More local chapters are considering doing likewise. This is but a small step in loosening the grimy, grasping grip of unelected, unaccountable, faceless bureaucrats on education, which should be a local matter. In droves, teachers are electing to leave the far-leftist, culturally regressive, morally repugnant National Education Association. World Magazine reported that the NEA has lost 65,000 members since 2019. One teacher profiled by World is Tracy Hybert, a black woman and decades-long teacher who left the NEA because of its support for critical race theory, LGBTQ issues, and inappropriate sex education. I've saved the best for last, though. Parents are pulling their kids out of school. Since the start of the pandemic, Chicago Public Schools has lost 25,000 students, and nationwide, one and a half million students have left public schools. In a macro burst of righteous indignation, creativity, and deep love for their children and this nation, parents are choosing alternative ways to educate their children. Some are sending them to existing private schools or co-ops. Some are homeschooling, and some are creating new micro-schools or co-ops that take many forms. IFI has long argued that churches must view the children in their congregations as a mission field. Churches should be making it possible for any member who wants to exit public schools to do so either by making the necessary funds available to parents to send their children to existing Christian private schools or by creating affordable schools. Christians can donate their skills, knowledge, time, and money for this revolutionary project. Retirees in good health with free time can contribute significantly to such a venture. Christians with financial resources can provide help in many forms from curricular material to scholarships. Christian teachers, trapped in our taxpayer-funded breeding ground of lies, could provide enormous help in establishing schools that are conducive to human flourishing. Americans of all ages, races, ethnicities, religions, and nations of origin long to live in a union that is again touched by the better angels of our nature, not drowning in the basest impulses of our fallen nature. The vast web composed of public schools and all the ancillary organizations affiliated with them, including colleges and universities that train future teachers, organizations and individuals that profit from selling their diversity, equity, and inclusion wares to schools, political advocacy groups, for example, GLSEN and the Illinois Safe Schools Alliance, 
teachers' unions, the American Library Association, and the Modern Language Association are all controlled by leftists. The bias is systemic. Changes will not come in time for children in school today or children in school in the near future. But as we pull our children out, we must continue to oppose what leftists are teaching those children remaining in public schools. It is a stewardship issue. Our money is being used to indoctrinate children with lies, and these children will be our culture makers shortly.